Welcome to the College Essay Advisors podcast. Before we introduce ourselves, here's a little preview of what's to come. 650 words is not that many because if you break Mm -hmm. it down that way and you're like, okay, spend a third of your time talking about the failure. I mean, look, I'm not here to get a paragraph. You get a paragraph. A third of 650 is not that many words, right? Welcome to the College Essay Advisors podcast that tells you how to create essays that are worthy of getting you noticed and getting you accepted. My name is Stacey Brooke, and I'm the founder and chief advisor at College Essay Advisors. Hi, my name is Becca Myers, and I am the director of advising at College Essay Advisors. You sure are. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through uh, Common App Prompt number two, which College essay advisors likes to call the setback essay. Did you know that, Becca? <laughs> I'm learning that you have different names for prompts. My name for this one is, oh no, please don't pick this one. <laughs> That's not true. But I love this one. I like that. The setback prompt. Okay. No, I, I tend so. to get, well, I know you're going to read it first, but I'll just say I tend to get initial drafts of this with students that lean really hard into the failure without talking about what they've learned from it. And so it seems to attract initially students okay let me read the prompt and then we'll because I think it will make more sense to the listeners if they understand what we're talking about here okay so the prompt is the lessons we take from obstacles we encounter can be fundamental to later success recount a time when you faced a challenge setback or failure how did it affect you and what did you learn from the experience I agree that most students tend to lean into the failure elements of this when they're, when they begin to work on it. I also think it's actually a prompt that students gravitate towards because some of the formative experiences of our lives are the ones and the ones we remember that are top of mind are the ones where we didn't do the thing that we hoped we were going to do. Yeah. And And it, it also, and it has like, it feels like it's got a kind of humbleness built into it as opposed to prompt one, which is like, tell me what your talent is and why it's so meaningful and why you're so good at it. Right. This allows you to sort of like approach this from like um, a less humility. Mm. Yeah. Humility. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, what, what I, what our advice always is to students with this prompt and what it will be today is that, um, this prompt isn't really as much about failure as it is about resilience, your ability to bounce back from defeat. Um, you know, ultimately in the, I always say in the balance of the, of the, um, essay itself, maybe a third tops should be about the failure and two thirds should be about the resultant behavior in response to that experience. So which is a really great way to like help students realize that 650 words is not that many, because if you break Mm -hmm. it down that way and you're like, okay, spend a third of your time talking about the failure. I mean, look, I'm not here to get a paragraph. You get a paragraph. A third of 650 is not that many words, right? (laughs) I can't do the math on that actually. Um, so yes, I think it is a common, a common trap for students to focus too much on the negative. And I also agree with you that fully formed essays that come our way where students respond, respond to this prompt often lean in that, in that failure heavy direction when really what this is about is, um, you know, the ability to make the, make it's, it's lemons out of lemonade. That's what this is. Yeah. About. And it's also why 
you really should consider working with an advisor, specifically us, because you can be an amazing <laughs> writer. You could be like mm. the star of your English class, but this is not just about the right words on the page. It's also about balance. It's mm. about, you know, making sure that you are offering up the right takeaway, right? So you can have an amazing story that's well-written, but maybe, maybe the ratio is off and you may not even Completely. realize that. Yeah. One of the categories of, of um, common topic essays that I think tends to be difficult to balance for this prompt specifically are students who've had um, medical issues or some kind of injury or something where, um, you know, there is like very, a very clear failure or setback. And in a student's mind, why wouldn't it? The thing that takes the weight is the, is the, um, is the physical component or emotional component that lasted the longest or had the most impact. Um, where ultimately I think the reflection on that time and what you learned from it and what you did as a result of it is, is just as, if not more important, because what admissions is looking for is a student who can take even the direst of circumstances and bounce back or take those lessons that they learned during that time and apply them in the future in ways that are productive, proactive, et cetera. Um, I once had a student who had a, a pretty serious, almost mystery medical issue that came upon her in high school, um, kind of out of the blue. And she was a computer programmer and uh, and she had been at the time working on this project in her computer science class where she was trying to make a carrot dance with code, which I just thought was a hilarious oh. image. Um, and so she would talk about how um, she talked about how this um, condition of hers was kind of like a, a glitch in her own personal code. And she lost a lot of control of her body and it was incredibly frustrating for her. And, you know, this was, um, we ultimately whittled this down to a fairly compact, um, explanation of what happened during that time. But at the end of the day, ultimately she thankfully made a, a swift and full recovery, but as a result of the challenges she went through at, uh, at the end of the entire experience, she one wanted to make the most of her life and her opportunities that she had in front of her. And she also, I think, um, because code was something that she could still do while she was, um, you know, incapacitated in some way, it became just this burgeoning passion of hers. And she started a programming, um, she started a programming program, she started a computer science program for girls at her school. And, um, and together they made a lot of carrots dance and it was very sweet and darling. And it was, um, just an illustration of how, um, you know, you can encounter something in your life that feels completely overwhelming, but you also can take your life back. You can use those experiences as inspiration to create something. Um, and I think this, uh, this like carrot dancing imagery was, injected into the essay in a way that was really representative of how generally like bright and optimistic the student was. Um, it was just how her personality functioned. Like some people in that situation, you know, are down, they feel, um, I'm sure she felt helpless at times, but I think generally speaking, she really just had this kind of like, I'm going to beat this attitude and this optimism that I think uh, is reflected in pretty much everything she does. And we wanted to convey that to admissions. So I think there was something about that 
um, that element being featured there that to me was representative of this part of her spirit that otherwise admissions wouldn't know about. It's also a really memorable image so that if you're going to write about a medical diagnosis, it is very helpful to have something visual, some succinct phrase or, or image to latch onto because the dancing carrot, no one else is going to have a dancing carrot in their essay, right? Um, Completely. Not Completely. even another dancing vegetable, right? Like, <laughs> um, it's, it's- No dancing it's, cucumbers. I don't think so. It's, it's really- it's really unusual. I had a student, let me look at my example here. I had a student who interpreted the challenge part of this as something that was a little more external. So he took the opportunity to write this essay as a thank you letter to his parents, which initially I, I stepped back from it and I was like, I don't know, it feels like high risk, but you know, we also support that kind of creativity. We, we really think about whether or not it's working. And in this case it did work. So he had grown up with a, a dad who was Dutch and a mom who was Persian. And the letter was addressed to both his parents and it opened with him thanking his parents for arguing frequently, right? Which is so unusual. Um, this is not a situation where the parents got divorced or this is a domestic violence essay, right? I wanna be very clear that we are not supporting, <laughs> this is not a student who was denying himself the reality of a difficult or um, traumatic home situation. It was parents that bickered a lot, right? But it really weighed on him. He would go to sleep at night and hear them arguing outside his door just about daily things or about cultural differences. And so, he kind of established that scene. And then the thank you part of it was that he learned to navigate different communication styles. He realized ultimately that the arguing was, was not about anger, but it was about a kind of explaining to very different cultural viewpoints that ultimately they came together and resolved things most frequently in healthy ways, right? And so he reflected on that, this initial, what felt challenging to him to process ultimately, and particularly during the pandemic, when he was working customer service and he had to really determine the best communication style for people coming into the store um, based on individual people, right? Because not everyone coming into a grocery store, uh, or I think it was a clothing store, they're, they're not going to have like the same personality. And so his job during the pandemic was to tell people walking into store, they had to put on a mask. And we all know having lived through that pandemic collectively that not everybody wants to wear a mask, right? So he reflected in the essay about ways that his dad might've communicated that, ways that his mom might have, and ways that you can ultimately come to a healthy conflict resolution through altering your communication style. It's a very sophisticated essay in a really interesting form written as a letter. Um, it all came came together, but I mean, not in the initial draft, right? That's the other thing to think about is like, it's not like you sit down and you write this letter and it's like a perfect 650 words. And then you just like wipe your hands and you're done. It was a lot of drafting, a lot of rearranging, Absolutely. a lot of taking it out of letter format, putting it in traditional essay form. Does it work better as the letter? Does it not? Um, you know, it was weeks of weeks of tinkering, mm -hmm. but um, was super memorable. And, you know, got, he got into school. Especially with these essays that, um, that tackle more sensitive subjects, we find that's the case, that there's a lot of revision that, um, 
I mean, we say all the time, almost no topic is off limits as far as we're concerned. Um, and we'll tell you if we think if we think something really and truly um, shouldn't be written about. But for the most part, um, with with careful perspective and um, and a really um, measured execution, pretty much anything can can be communicated in a way that uh, that really strikes at the heart of of an admissions officer. I'm sure there are yeah. exceptions, but for for the, for the most part, you know, if uh, if there's something you really feel passionately about saying, we probably can find a way to help you say it. Yeah, and I think what I also really loved about this essay is that it was he was able to fold in so many parts of himself. So this wasn't mm -hmm. just like a cultural diversity essay. Right. This wasn't an essay that was like, let me tell you why I'm a diverse candidate. The the Dutch and the Persian parts of him were. I'm not, I'm not saying they were secondary, but the real story was about conflict resolution. And so in, in many ways he was showing um, his, his, his cultural diversity without just having to state it over and over, right? So that the, the reader walks away understanding that like, oh, this person will, will add to the diversity of our campus, but the larger story is about the ways this person can communicate, right? This is also, also a great example of how when you hit on a subject that represents you deeply and accurately and in a sophisticated way, um, it will back into multiple prompts. Like this probably would have been a perfect fit for prompt number one about Absolutely. your background or, or, um, or identity. It also, I think, and so many of them don't fit, uh, fits prompt number three about um, challenging a belief or idea um, you know, challenging this belief that, um, that conflict is always, um, conflict is always, uh, negative or that they're, um, you know, I, I'm sure there were multiple things that he probably could have focused on in terms of, um, in terms of how his mindset and framework were changed by that, um, by that experience. So uh, we also talked a little bit about the, the, there's a prompt that I think is the one I've, I had very few students do the prompt that's reflect on a time when someone has done something for you that's made you happy or thankful mm -hmm. in a surprising way. We also talked about would the letter fit in that one better mm -hmm. and ultimately decided against it because the second half of that prompt, which we will get to in, a, in another episode, is about how that gratitude sort of motivated you. And I think mm -hmm. that this essay was more was less about motivation and more about the ways that he um, he learned. So that mm -hmm. was ultimately, but you know, I don't really think it matters. I think it's a beautiful essay. Yep. It could have been shoehorned into almost any prompt. Completely. And this is uh, perhaps the right place to insert the answer to the question, does it matter which prompt I choose? Which no. it doesn't. It doesn't matter. Admissions doesn't care. They're not going to, uh, they're not going to take points off for choosing prompt number one because so many people choose it or they're not going to give you bonus points for choosing a prompt that most other people don't choose. Honestly, they are skipping right to the story to find out who you are. And if you make an impact with that essay, the, the prompt really and truly doesn't matter. That's our episode for today. Thank you so much for listening or watching. If you like our content, please like and subscribe to follow us for more. Happy writing.